Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I want you to walk me through what happened on May 8th, 2019, exactly a year removed from breaking your back. Mm. Please. I decided I wanted to do a (sighs) backflip. Okay. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Who Can Relate. Today, as always, I have a very special guest with me. Um, Her story has beyond inspired me, continues to inspire me, and I know for sure it'll do the same for you. Um, Her name is Nicole. She's 20 years old. She's born and raised in the LA area. She is a trainer in LA, as well as an assistant coordinator um, gymnastics coach at LA Valley College. And again, we're going to be talking about all things overcoming. You're going to hear some amazing, incredible moments of of overcoming the biggest challenges that I've ever came across and ever heard and kind of the the process along the way and will hopefully gain, um, give you guys some solutions towards um, any and all problems. So without further ado, Miss Nicole. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for being here. Of course. And most importantly, um, thank you for telling your story oh yes yes um okay so let's give a little bit more of a background um for you so you're from la you're a trainer Mm -hmm. gymnastics coordinator tell us anything else you want to add to it um that's That's about it that's who you are that's it that's who i am so tell me then again about you know there's a lot of jobs you can do but gymnastics is pretty specific yeah i mean i was grew up doing gymnastics my mom was a gymnast as well so you know we were doing somersaults at the age of two Um, Yeah, I just never went professional. Um, I stopped when I was about 15, but just loved coaching so much. So um, I actually got a really good opportunity to work at LA Valley College Gymnastics. Okay. Um, And then I just started training coaching there. So how old were you when you got that uh, opportunity? Um, I was 25, I think. Okay, so a couple years ago. Yeah, but I've always been into fitness. Sure. Always been into fitness. Yeah, for sure. Which is background story for everybody too right. that's how we met yes that uh, is how we met. nicole works at uh, my equinox that yep. i go to mm-hmm. and and very fitting here we are today talking about all that we will be no. um the first time i met you was your first day back at the gym yes it was with your trainer and look at god full circle <laughs> look at god right. um okay so walk me through again so gymnastics you you've been doing it your whole life mm-hmm. right and you've been a coordinator the last three years Mm -hmm. and one day you're at work oh yeah and (laughs) something very bad happens yeah um so a friend of mine um she wanted to stay over to do open gym and I was tired and I was like no I don't want to go I don't you know I'm okay and then you know a bunch of other friends that wanted me to stay so I was like okay I'll stay and I was just tumbling just warming up just doing what we always do and then just this one incident just didn't go so well. 
I didn't follow through correctly. I didn't set properly. It was my fault looking back at it. And you've done this move all the time. Hundreds of times. And I literally did it a minute before that. I have a video of like doing it properly mm. and then the video after this. But mm -hmm. the, even the way I fell, I fell like a way I've fallen multiple times in okay. gymnastics. People fall like that like often. They get scared, they freak out, they fall on their back, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Just, just one time. Sure, being which 20, is all it takes. Right, just getting older, just, just mm. didn't go so well. Body changing. Yeah. And what happened next? Um, I fell on my back, my legs went over, and um, I broke my back. Let me repeat that for the people <laughs> in the back. <clears throat> no pun intended. Nicole broke her back. Yeah. Give me a little bit more uh, reference as far as timeline. So we are here today, 2020. Mm -hmm. This was May of... 18. 2018. Yes. So just two years and two months removed from yeah. breaking your back. Burst fracture. Now, <laughs> moving along. Moving along. What was going through your mind? Did you mm. hear something? Did you just knew, did you just know as soon as you felt instantly something was off, something was really bad? You've never felt this before. Did you react by everyone else's in, in the room, everyone else's reaction? What, what kind of happened um, next? So I literally just laid there and I just couldn't catch my breath. You know when you just knock the wind out of yourself? Sure. And every time I've fallen like that, I just knock the wind out of myself. So I'm like, okay. I told everybody, I was like, just give me five minutes. I'm going to be good. You know, mm. just everybody was super calm, but made sure I was okay. They were all around me, but, um, I just couldn't catch my breath. Sure. And then, you know, 10 minutes goes by and I still couldn't catch it. Mm. And I'm like, okay, like any day now. Right. Um, but then after about 20 minutes, I was like, okay, something isn't wrong. Like something isn't yeah, right this here. This isn't normal. This isn't normal. And then after 30 minutes, there was too much pressure being put into my spine. 30 minutes? After 30 okay. minutes. That's when the ambulance got there because I told everybody not to call. I was like, don't call. Mm. I'm going to be okay. And everyone was like, no, we have to. We have to. Sure. And um, as soon as the ambulance got there, they rolled me over. They hooked me up to IVs. When they rolled me over, you could just see, like, a bunch of people were just saying that they could see, like, a lump on my back. Mm -hmm. And I still couldn't catch my breath. But at this time, I'm, you know, I have morphine. And oh, okay. Just, and, yeah, I was... You're feeling good, living better. I still was feeling it, but... I, okay, okay. Yeah, but I still... Okay. As soon as my toes started to tingle was when I knew that I just... I messed up. Okay. I didn't think anything like that would happen, mm. but I know what happens when your toes are tingling. So mm. I was like, okay, something's bad here. And so you, you were told there's a lump in your back. Yeah. Um, you're now going to the hospital. You're in the ambulance. Mm -hmm. What are the doctors saying after they've seen? Uh, did you take x-rays right away? MRI, um, CAT scan? As soon as I got to the hospital, they just, you know, cut off all my clothes. They made sure that nothing was um, anything that I had to do. But they, they took me straight into, well, they hooked me up to more pain medication. Mm -hmm. And then they took me into a CAT scan. Mm. After the CAT scan, they took me into an MRI. And okay. after the MRI was like, we need immediate surgery now. You heard this? I heard this. What was going through your mind? Well, go, I was like, why? Why, why, mm. why? And they wouldn't tell me until my sister got into the room and was like, you broke your back. And I was like, okay. Mm. <laughs> like, I didn't ever think that that would happen. Sure. Um, but as soon as that happened, they told me that they rushed me into surgery. I got to the um, 
to the room and I just said, you know, to my sister and my dad and my boyfriend at the time and, um, I don't know, somebody else was in there, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they just said, you're going to be fine. You're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. You know? And then I just went to sleep. When you woke up then and you were more to your senses, Mm -hmm. did they tell you at all? There's a slight chance you may not walk again that you, you may not be able to do gymnastics again. You may have some limitations yeah. with life. I mean, the first thing I thought of when I did, you know, they told me that I broke my back. I was like thinking of all the worst things sure. that can happen. Naturally. Yeah. yeah. And I just didn't think like my sister was freaking out. She was like thinking the same thing. Like, sure. am I going to be able to walk again? Am I yeah. going to be able to do the things that I'm normally doing? Um, as soon as I woke up, I was freaking out cause I was just laying in bed. Nobody was around me. Hmm. And, um, one of my nurses came in and she was like, okay, we have to make sure that you could wiggle your feet. Okay. And then the doctor came in and he was like, okay, you need to press down on my hands now. Hmm. And that feeling was like somebody was with me the entire time mm. because once I was able to push my feet down, everybody was so happy. You just sigh of relief in the room it, collectively yeah, like, exactly. Oh, okay, paralyzed out the window. <laughs> out the window. Check, take that off the list. Right. Okay. But lots of work to do. Sure. But I mean, the greatest sign of hope <laughs> is right? having that feeling of your feet. So you're now have, have the only, for the last couple of hours, sign of relief, right? Mm-hmm. That, that you, you've received. Kind of take me through now, like, what's the next couple of things that happened? So you knew you are going to be in the hospital for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, you knew you are going to be at home for a while, bedridden, right. before yeah. any type of physical therapy is even questioned, right? Mm-hmm. So really quick, just how long were you in the hospital for before you were released? I was in the hospital for a week. Okay. And then released to go home? Released to go home. Under what? Bed. Just bed. Bed Just rest. lay in bed. For how long? <laughs> lay in bed. I was in bed for... I would say a month or two, almost a month or two. And when you say in yeah, bed, I know <laughs> like you're, you're in bed, like, you're in bed, you're, in you're bed. not getting out for anything. Even if someone helped you, um, if, if someone helped me, yeah. And okay. cause you know, I had to shower, somebody had to help me shower. Sure. Somebody had to help me. Could um, you stand in the shower? Are you sitting down? I was sitting. Sitting. You had to sit. Okay. I couldn't cause I, I couldn't even reach up. My shoulders wouldn't even sure. be able to go over my head. It was sure. really hard. Okay. I couldn't bend over to put like socks on or, <laughs> you know, trying to put my own clothes on was the worst thing ever. <laughs> which, which, I mean, a situation like that, right. Will humble you. Mm. To say the least. Say the least. I mean, yeah. we talked uh, yesterday or a couple of days ago, and, and I, I was treading lightly when I brought up, not in comparison, but I brought up my little knee surgery. <laughs> and I mean, my mom, bless her heart, was the one really helped me out. And uh, I had to shower. I had my swimsuit on and had to wrap my cast and everything. And mm-hmm. she's bathing me as if I'm her baby boy again, right? right? And I just remember thinking, You just lose your independence. Wow. Yeah, I'm just like, I just, it is what it is. Yeah. And I don't want to fight it. Mom, I got it. No, I was like, here, I don't have it. Just Mm -hmm. please help me out. mm -hmm. And I just remember feeling like this doesn't, it's not as hard as I thought it was as far as asking for help. Mm -hmm. There's a great quote that says, um, just because you asked to ask, just because you have to ask for help, it doesn't mean you failed. It means you're not alone. Right. And the more you can ask people for help, the more, right, the right people, but the more you can you know, know and feel that you can count on someone. So as your sister was the main one, mm-hmm. right, who's really helping you out throughout this yeah. entire time. You also had a couple other uh, people in your camp for support, right? Mm-hmm. You said, you mentioned your sister. 
uh, your boyfriend at the time, your mom. Yeah. Now, the timing of this accident is May 8th, yeah. 2018. Pre-call, I, I, I treaded lightly. I used the words, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Walk me through what was going on with one of the most important people, obviously one of the biggest support systems in your mom. What was going through that? So my mom was really sick. She's been really sick ever since I was like little, little. Okay. Um, But at this time, it just happened all so fast. Um, Mm. So I would say mid-June, she got really, really sick. And it was to the point where we had to take her to the hospital. I was feeling good enough to get up and go visit my mom because my mom couldn't visit me in the hospital. Yeah, because you're five weeks removed right from breaking your back <laughs> yeah okay so my sister you know she got me she got me out of bed yeah. she clothed me she um put me into her car and was like yeah. we're gonna go visit mom okay. so when we go to visit my mom she just didn't look good and we mm. were just like okay when was the last time you saw your mom before this um oh it was it was actually just a couple days before my accident because okay. her birthday is the 27th of April. Okay, it's like a week, yeah, two weeks prior. Yeah, okay. and um, so mid June, yeah, mid June, we took her to the hospital and they just said she wasn't doing good. Okay, she was losing a lot of blood. Um, she had to get a multiple blood transfusions. Mm. Her kidneys were failing. Mm. Um, yeah, it was just it was just a crazy time. And then, sure. you know. I had to go to ever, ever since then we took her to the hospital. I was there every single day and getting out of bed. I, I was just <laughs> going to say that the struggle of just what you took for granted, what everyone takes for granted, yeah. just getting out of bed, putting your socks on, mm-hmm. putting your clothes on, right. lifting your arms to mm-hmm. wash your, yeah. and having him to be in a back brace. Sure. That was like was such a weird feeling because mm-hmm. I've never been, and never to rely on something. And having to rely on sure. it, yeah. And then having to use a walker as well and just, you know, I was definitely feeling judged when I was wearing the back sure. brace, definitely. But a good sure. thing I was at a hospital because they were like... Yeah, they're like, oh, you're a patient. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this exactly. is where you fit in, yeah. the one place. <laughs> the yeah. one place. We'll talk about fitting in later with a back brace, but go, right. carry on. Um, and then we went to visit her every single day. I had to walk upstairs mm. and I didn't... I didn't have any physical therapy at this point. Sure. Nothing. I was just going to visit my mom. Yeah. And that was probably the hardest thing. Yeah. Um, and the toughest thing on my body at the time because I was supposed sure. to be recovering. I was going to say, is this against doctor's orders? Pretty much. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, duty calls. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So May 8th accident. Mm-hmm. You're now mid-June mm-hmm. visiting your mom. July 5th. Yeah. Your mom passes. That was a hard, hard hard time because July 5th we oh gosh we were supposed to stay with her July 4th sure and like in the hospital and she told us no it's gonna be okay go home um take your time take your time go home I want you guys to you know see the fireworks you Mm -hmm. know celebrate don't know why we're celebrating, but <laughs> <laughs> now um, we don't know. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, July fifth comes, and we got a call. Uh, my sister got a phone call at eight in the morning. Yeah, and it was, "Hi, your mom's about to be released. You know, we could release her. Do you want to do hospice care? Is that going to mm. be okay? Like, can we set that up for you?" And um, 
you know, at that point, just hearing that, those words were like, yes, like we will go pick her up and we sure. will do hospice Whatever care. Whatever we have to do. Not even... A minute later, my sister got getting off the phone. We got another, she got another phone call and it was like, your mom's having a heart attack. You need to come to the hospital now. Just right away. You just found out. Literally just found her. out. Yeah. Ugh. And, um, we literally rushed. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, rushed, rushed <laughs> <laughs> to UCLA at nine in the morning in traffic. Yeah. yeah. And we got there, um, as soon as possible. My sister Got, we, she got us there in like 30, 40 minutes sure. on the 405 yeah, at nine LA in the morning. Traffic. Right. Says a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> that was a lot. I just remember um, my sister just making sure that I got a wheelchair. She rushed me up to the hospital floor mm-hmm. my mom was at. And we waited for my mom to pass um, till the nighttime. But you got to be there with, we got her to be with her to say goodbye. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. As I know, a lot of people obviously didn't have that opportunity. Right. You know, when we talked um, a couple of days ago about all this, <clears throat> um, I wanted to make sure, you know, you were able to say goodbye. And then also, mm-hmm. I, I can't, I, I tried to put myself in your shoes because we all live in a selfish world. Here you are, you break your back mm-hmm. two months prior, almost to the day, yeah. right? The fifth and the eighth, super close. You break your back. It takes everything you have to just get out of bed let alone get dressed and go somewhere correct me if i'm wrong that went out every single window and you probably forgot you were in a back brace forgot you broke your back forgot because now here you are saying goodbye to your mom (laughs) i commend you on levels that i i don't even have the words for just just know that I don't even know if I'd have the strength. Um, I will say that. Now, going down the timeline of domino effect, (laughs) in times of major life changes Mm -hmm. and challenges, you broke your back. Mm -hmm. That would count as one of them. Your mom passes. That would count as another. Mind you, two months apart. 24, 48 hours later, after your mom passes, someone else exits your life by choice. Tell us about that. Um, My boyfriend at the time, I guess, just didn't, um, didn't want to be together anymore. And, you know, I don't have any um, hate towards him or anything. I just feel like he just was thrown at things that was just too much to handle. And, you know, we're not, we weren't married or anything, so sure. it was just something that he just couldn't handle, and that's a blessing in disguise. Um, and, you know, just I felt like I did lose that person. Yeah, your rock. Uh, exactly, yeah. How long were you guys together? Uh, we were together for about three years. So long enough to yeah. become your rock. Yeah. Speaking of blessing in disguise, <laughs> let, me, let me backtrack a little bit, and we'll talk about the ex-boyfriend for a second, but... Again, I treaded lightly in our, on our pre-call and I said, you know, I hate to say this, but I do believe everything happens for a reason. So mm-hmm. as you said, prior to your accident, tell us a little bit about your, your life day to day, week to week. 
Um, I mean, I worked two jobs like everyone else in LA, uh, working, yeah, working two jobs. They don't have time for themselves. They don't have time for their friends or family to be honest. And that's how I was living. Go, go, go. And you don't really think about your mental health at that time either. And you don't really think of like, you think of your physical, Yeah. you think of more of like material things. Yeah. Cause you can see all that in the mirror. Exactly. Or in a photo. Yeah. And then you know, and then that this happens. Yeah. <laughs> so I bring up blessing in disguise and everything happens for a reason because because of your accident, you were now able to spend as much time as you physically right. literally could with your mom. Thank God. Yeah. Because who knows, you know, no accident. You're probably going to be still go, go, go. Obviously, once you knew your mom was serious, you maybe but maybe not every day you'd be there. Right. right? So right. now you have the time to put the time into your relationship and, mm-hmm. you know, being around your mom. Mm-hmm. But back to the boyfriend. <laughs> back to the hood. Again, who are we to judge? Right. Right? Yeah. Um, that is a, a tall order. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure the accident was a lot. Mm-hmm. And then your mom, and we can't speak on his behalf, uh, commend you for not having um, hard feelings, um, ill will. Um, says a lot about you as a person. But now again... You have your accident in May, you lose your mom in July 5th, to be exact, and your boyfriend a couple days after that. Mm-hmm. Walk me through what is going in, right. going on in your head and in your heart. Um, you just become really numb. Mm. Um, you know, I didn't feel myself after the accident. Right. Um, you know, losing somebody who was super close to you is just not... It's just really heartbreaking. So you just literally feel numb and you don't feel like it's real. Sure. Like a bad dream. It's literally, it feels like a bad dream and it's never ending. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't really remember too much of like how I really, really felt because I was just so more concerned about like my family mm. because of my mom Sure. and just trying to be okay with, you know, her, her passing. Even sure. for myself, I was trying to be, you know, the strong one. Even though I had, you know, was, wasn't really capable of being that strong, I was trying to be mentally strong for sure. everybody around me. Um, and I was just more focused on my mom. I wasn't really focused on the breakup too much. Sure. I just think that was so irrelevant to my life. Of like, course. if you want to leave, then you could leave. Priorities, I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, you know, my mom was our everything. Sure. So just me, it was just me like, okay, I need to get better. Mm. So... You flipped the switch mm-hmm. in your head. Yeah. Because you were at a crossroad. A lot of people in your shoes could maybe be thinking end of the world, worst case scenarios, left, right, center, just again, the domino effect. You could fall into depression. Mm-hmm. You know, what has happened? I'm in a back brace. I, 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 I need help to get out of bed. I, I lose my mom. My, my boyfriend broke up with me. Is it me? And all these possible things going through your head. Yeah. But you were able to say, but you know what? Sometimes you can't change your circumstances, but you can change how you respond to your circumstances. Mm-hmm. Walk me through kind of what became your mindset now, oh. where, where you're not going to play the victim role. You're not going to say, boo-hoo, poor me, right? right? You're going to say, I'm going to get through this one by one. I got to get myself together first because the more you get yourself together, everyone else around you benefits. Yes. I'm going to get myself together. I'm going to grieve in the meantime, and I'll figure out this relationship situation down the road, (laughs) but I'm sure a 
support system helps. Oh, yeah. Right? So walk a me through. Big support system helps. Um, I, I mean, after my mom, I just had so many friends and family just making sure I was okay, just making sure, like, if, they, if I ever needed help, you know, let me know. Um, I remember going into physical therapy my first time, and um, I wasn't able to do something the doctor, you know, asked me to do, was just right. reach down and touch my toes. Ugh. And it was my first time. And then I just started crying. Like, I just didn't know what to do. First day. First day. First of many. It was, yeah, first of many was right. Was right. I mean, I just, just bawled. I just didn't know. Sure. I didn't know how to feel. Sure. This was something I was so used to be able to do, and now yeah. I can't. And then, you know, just on top. He didn't know about my mom either. Sure. I was um, going to ask, what, if I can, what, what date are we talking about here? So your mom passed on July 5th. What, what's your first day of therapy? I would say it was July 10th. Oh, 11th. God. Not even a week later. Yeah. I, I mean, okay. I had to go. Sure. So I was, sure. yeah, sure. I, my body needed to move of in some way. Of um, and then I just remember crying and my sister was with me and he just pretty much just told me I'm going to be able to do anything I set my mind to. Mm. And then I remember leaving there and my sister was just like, Nikki, you have to get better for mom. Sure. Yeah. And I just kept telling myself that every day. Sure. Lights at the end of the tunnel <laughs> do something for you. They do. We all have they our do. different light. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you had still an amazing support group minus two people, right? Who, who were probably at the head of your support group prior to July 5th, right? So your sister's there. Your friends are there. You, you mentioned your therapist was really good at like motivational speaker, you know, um, hype man, you know, great. Yeah. yeah. And, and that kind of got you through it as well. It did. Cause yeah. I probably cried every single day of physical therapy for sure. like a good month. Sure. He would have me just do, um, calming, um, breaths for yeah. a good 30 minutes before I even started. Sure. He was like, you need to meditate. Mm. He's like, you need to meditate for a good 30 minutes and I'll come back to you. Yeah. And I, and honestly, that is the biggest wow. thing that made me overcome this so interesting you said that because it's you know you have you have two challenges ahead of you as far as building your strength back mm-hmm. physically obviously but mentally that. a lot of people take that for granted mm-hmm. you know it's one thing to lift weights and to exercise and to eat properly it's another thing to figure out what's going on with your mental right. strength right your mental thoughts and what what you tell yourself right mm-hmm. um the fact that he had you meditate, the fact that he had you just, hey, slow down. Before we even start, get your mind right. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's beautiful. And, and I guess my next question is uh, follow-up. Do you still kind of apply that today? Every day. Okay. I, so obviously had a lasting impact yeah, on you. Mm. Every day. Mm. I do yoga every morning and night. Yeah. There's a quote I, I want to read for you. It's from uh, John C. Maxwell's author. He says, when we control our thoughts, we control our attitude. And your attitude is your emotional approach to life. So here you are now, controlling your thoughts, gaining the best attitude to have. Because God knows you needed it every single session, every single minute of every single session, right? right? Mm-hmm. So I applaud you, um, you. for that Thank because you. that's on another level. Let's fast forward a little bit. Okay. How long were you in physical therapy for, roughly? Um, I would say a good... Two months? That's it? Yeah. Wow. 
and then they sent you home with some stuff to to do okay some at home so so two months of physical therapy now you're at home doing your stuff too Mm -hmm. but a year goes by from your accident yeah so again may 8th 2018 oh yeah here we are may 8th 2019 (laughs) yeah this is the good stuff for me personally (laughs) and we can all learn from this I want you to walk me through what happened on May 8th, 2019, exactly a year removed from breaking your back. Mm -hmm. Please. I decided I wanted to do a (sighs) backflip. Okay. Again, mental (laughs) toughness, right? A lot of people could have cases of PTSD from from major injury. It was trauma. It was nothing short of trauma. I'm still low-key traumatized. Sure. Yeah. So a year later, the genius in you says... (laughs) But I just had to do it. I want to try this. Um, yeah, because I always told myself I'm going to do a backflip. Like, but my I asked my doctor if I'm ever going to be able to do gymnastics again, and he yeah. said, "Yeah, eventually." And I was like, "Okay." And then you know, I just every time I would tell my story to friends, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, but one day I'm going to be able to do a backflip again." Sure. Like, I'm just going to do it, and they're like, "Why?" Yeah. And I'm like, just to say I could do it. Sure. You know. What was kind of the timeline your doctor was giving you, as far as when you could? perform a backflip let alone do any type of gymnastics two three years <laughs> okay here you are a year later yeah and you walk in the gym i was at work you're at work yeah and, and walk me through what the hell was going through your mind and, and was like i think i can do this take me through that um i was just sitting in my office uh with my other um co-worker charlie he's okay. amazing um and I just randomly got up and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to do a backflip today. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I really want to do a backflip. And he's like, but into the foam pit, right? And I was like, yeah, of yes, course. And with the please. spot, of course. Of course. You know? And then he was like, all right, let's go. Get up. Mm. And I was like, really? Because I was so nervous at that point. I thought <laughs> he idea was going to tell fun. me to sit down. You were like, all talk. Yeah, I he's was like, okay. at the moment. And then I was like, are you serious? And yeah. he goes, yeah, you're getting up right now. We're going to do it. And I was like, okay. So I got up and I mean, it took me a good, I would say 40, 40 seconds to actually want to pursue it and do it. But he was like, come on, you got it, you got it. And then I had all my other coworkers cheering me on at the same time. And then, you know, when I coach the girls, do you just always make sure that they follow through and then just sure. always, just don't be scared. Mm. Don't be scared. Easier said than right, done. Right, And you okay. know, but just to follow your dreams or just, you know, sure. just, just to pursue what you said you did, what you're going to do. And okay. so I did. I'm like nervous right now and we're <laughs> right. sitting down. There's no backflips happening, but no. I'm like nervous because I, I can only imagine. So walk me through. I want to know each step. I want to know what your thought process was, your mindset. So you're, you're now you're, you're the foam pits to your back. Yeah. You're standing there with Charlie. Yeah. He has your hand on your lower back. I'm assuming yeah, on my lower back. Okay. And, you know, just, getting make sure I'm prepping the right way setting the right way sure and how long did it take you to actually like be like okay let's go I know I was so nervous I was like it took me like a good minute to think about it and be like okay I got it I got it like I'll just do it and just throw it Mm. and once I threw it I was like what a relief but not again (laughs) but time out you can't you can't sum it up like that I I gotta get a little more a little more deeper than that you are performing something that almost paralyzed you a year prior. Yeah. You do it and do it flawless. Because I'm not going to say effortlessly because I know it took a lot of effort. But you did it flawlessly. 
Thank you. You now land in the foam pit. Yeah. I want to know what your thoughts were, what cloud number you were on, what state of bliss, euphoria you were feeling, landing safely, knowing you did it, knowing what happened to you. Were you emotional? Were you like ecstatic? Like um, what was going through your I head? Think I, I think I teared up. Were you in shock? <laughs> I was in shock for sure okay. that I was even able to do it okay. for, sure, for sure. Yeah. I think I was, I got a little emotional because I was like, I told myself in the beginning, I'm going to be mm. able to do it. My sister was mad at me because she was like, why did you do that? Sure, sure. But I was like, remember I told you I was going to be able to do one one year yeah. and I told you in a year I'm going to be able to do it and mm. I did it. Mm. And even if it's in the foam pit, I don't care. I still did it. Sure. <laughs> and it, it felt great. It was a huge relief. Yes. Cloud nine. Was sure. Charlie like your biggest yeah. fan, right? That yeah, moment he was. Chilly, yeah. jumping up and down. Well, Charlie doesn't really get like that, but, you know, he in his head, he was. Okay. On. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's very strict. Jeez. <laughs> I just, I mean, again, as I will throughout this entire episode, um, applaud you. I, Thank I just, you. I, yeah, just applaud and and commend and just like be nothing short of inspired as i know everyone everyone will be also wanted to ask you um i mean because because for me something that's really kind of changed my life for the last two years is a simple word um, with a huge meaning behind it of gratitude it means something different to everybody Mm -hmm. um i personally think it depends on what that person is going through or has gone through of of what the level of gratitude the priority where it ranks in their life so two questions to you number one is prior to your accident what did gratitude mean to you and then after your accident what does gratitude mean to you so gratitude before my accident and this was a really tough question because i didn't really have like I didn't think of it because you know like we're working so much you don't really think of like how much you should be appreciating life Mm. and I was just going day by day yeah like everyone else and after my accident just my gratitude literally lies on just being able to do something with such ease and just normal and just sure doing it just so like a walk in the park, walk riding a bike. Park, yeah, mm. and that's honestly what is gratitude to me is just being able to do something every single day with such ease. Mm. And before that, I never, I took that for granted. Sure. I definitely yeah. did. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah, and <laughs> and it, it was a wake up call. Mm. It, it was a blessing in disguise, you know, at the same time, but it was definitely a wake up call, and it's making me appreciate life in so many different ways and so the fact that now you're able to put on your socks yeah i love that (laughs) get dressed shower by yourself get out of bed go wherever you want to pretty much do physically correct me if i'm wrong whatever i mean you said running is not really yet no problem is that kind of the only major limitation as far as physically in the gym or exercising pretty much i can't go on my toes okay like what my right foot i can't stand on my toes okay really interesting but it's from the nerve damage sure which takes a long takes time a lot get, of if time. ever right right and my physical therapist said it, it might take about a couple years to okay. rebuild those nerves okay so that's a, that's a work in progress sure but sure other than that i don't really have that many limitations anymore okay okay I mean, yeah but you did it's great and i did yes so i want to talk about because <laughs> now we know um, you know, obviously the backstory, the amount of gratitude that just poured over you, obviously, after and not taking things from granted, et cetera. 
But I want to know, would something as, as traumatic as your injury was, would something as devastating as the loss of your mother was, and something that was so probably confusing, frustrating, and all the other emotions as it was after your boyfriend of three years decides to break up with you days after your mom passes, I want to know some of the biggest challenges you went through during that short two and a half month span, three month span. Yeah, the biggest, biggest challenge I think I had to go through was loss. Mm. Losing someone, losing your independence, um, losing something that's so normal to you, it's like ripping your life away. Mm. It's... um, I think that's that was my most I would say I was depressed for a while sure um because I couldn't get over that Mm. and it's definitely something um that I'm learning still sure um and it's something that I hope everyone else can learn as well um it never gets easy you just get stronger you just get stronger you just find you know like love in everything that you do. Sure. You know, there, there's something I, I recently learned along these lines. Uncertainty can actually be worse than just straight up bad news. Mm-hmm. The uncertainty of well, what if this happens or what if that happens or what if they do this? What if they come back or what if I got this? But if someone just said, no, this is exactly what it is. I'm sorry to give you the bad news. At least you now know mm-hmm. It's out of my control. I can't bring this person back, whether it's your mom. I can't have this person want to be in a relationship with me as your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. Right. You can now channel your mindset to be mm-hmm. like, okay, I can't change these circumstances, right. but I'm going to do everything I can to try to change how I feel and how I respond and how I move forward from this bad news that I received. Mm-hmm. So what would you say are some of the lessons that you learned from the the challenges of loss, the challenges of just not, you have to accept the fact there's nothing you can do. Um, I think the lessons I learned was, is definitely just to appreciate Mm. um, the time you have with those people, the time you have with yourself, um, find the joy in everything. Sure. Um, It's, so hard because it like I said it just never really gets easier um, losing somebody or just losing your independence but you become stronger and I would think the lessons is just you just find love sure. in literally everything mm. and you set goals and you set goals and you manifest because that's what I did for sh- definitely <laughs> definitely manifested everything I sure. told myself I'll do a backflip in a year and I did yeah. it yeah so. so and also don't sweat the small stuff don't sweat the small right. stuff Life is hard. Don't make it harder. Don't. There's, you know, prepare yourself for when. It's not if something bad happens. It's when. It's, it's Again, when. it's how you're going to react to it and exactly. how you're going to respond. Because you just never know. I can only imagine. This may be a dumb question, but I can only imagine how much stronger you are today because of what you went through, because of what you had to endure, and more importantly, in my opinion, what you had to just accept, yeah. whether you liked it or not. I know that this will inspire people. I know that you know, it took guts to, cause, cause this is the second time you've, you've told your story. Yeah. I know the first time was your video on Instagram, which is amazing. I'll make sure people watch it. I'll put it in the <laughs> comments and all that. Um, 
but I know this will inspire people because I know that there's so many people out there going through similar situations mm-hmm. or worse, right? Because it could always be worse. It can always be worse. And I guess my, my question is, what, what do you want to leave someone who, who had to face loss, had to face a domino effect of challenges after challenges, rainy day after rainy day, depression, I don't know if I can get through this, why me? I would say, I would tell them, you know, challenges are hard. Yeah. And it's the meaning of life. Mm. It makes, it what makes life beautiful. I love that. Because you will get through it. You will be okay. If you tell yourself you're going to be okay. Right. You know, um, but it, challenges do make life beautiful. Sure. You don't need to worry about the material things or, you know, the small stuff, the stuff you see on Instagram. Just enjoy your Mm. life in the moment. Mm. And that's what I would just tell everybody. Which I hope everybody's listening because that (laughs) that that is the overall big picture. Yeah. You know, there's so many times where I miss my flight or it's delayed or it's canceled when I travel and I'm like bent out of shape for right. like five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay. <laughs> it could be worse. It could be worse. Yeah. Let me figure out what to do next. Let mm-hmm. me move forward. There's so many times where, you know, as I'm sure a lot of people have, where you lose a friend. Yeah. You know, you, you guys are grown apart or something bad happened that, that, you know, if it no longer serves you, you have to let it go, right? Mm-hmm. Some friends are seasonal, some are for a lifetime. And you, and you just have to also, if I can add to your message you want to leave with people, if I could just also add Tony Robbins. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. There's a saying that says you win some and you lose some. Yeah. Tony Robbins says the new saying should be you win some and you learn some. Love that. Oftentimes, if not every single time, when we go through hell, mm-hmm. we always say, why me? you know, why did this have to happen right now, et cetera. You look at it as a, as a loss. Yeah, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Instead, try to just, I know it's hard. I know it's got to be on another level of difficult. But you have to try to find the reason and the lesson. And if it is in your control at all, not that your mom was, not so much that your boyfriend was, but you have to understand that whatever is in your control Mm-hmm. Try to do that. Exactly. Because you, the goal is to not make this same mistake twice. Right. Or not let this impact you again. Because it may happen. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Find the lesson exactly. in it all. And just try to stay positive. Try to control your mindset. Try to just remember the bigger picture. Take it one step at a time. No pun intended. Because right. I know <laughs> steps for you are on, a, on a, another level of difficulty. Another level. Yeah. Okay. No more sad stuff. That was good. Okay. Which is amazing. You know, side note, a little bit of a tangent, but it'll make sense. My daughter and I um, just watched Inside Out for like the 15th time. And uh, have you ever seen that movie? I've never seen that. But you know what I'm talking about though? Yeah, it's a Disney movie. It's it's basically um, a person's mind and Mm -hmm. there's all these different emotions and they're at one control panel. And sadness of an emotion will hit the button and you'll feel sad. And then joy will hit the button and you'll feel happy and anger and oh. so on, and nervousness and so on and so forth. Great movie, yeah. great messages all around. And I bring it up because when I was watching it, and, and again, I've seen this movie 15 times and I'm watching it now the other day and I'm like, 
I still don't remember why sadness was like a part of this movie because she mm. was just like, you know, moping around and Joy's like, come on, sadness. She's like, I'm just sad. <laughs> and then towards the end, they tied it all together and they said sadness is as much of an important emotion as it all is. Mm-hmm. Because when you are sad, you're going to think this is making me sad. This is what I'm going through. But what happens next, which is you yeah. overcome that challenge and now you're not sad anymore. You're joyful. Right. When you have the next sad moment, you're going to know what you did at the first sad moment and so on and so forth, exactly. right? It was yes. just such a, and I was like, God, this movie's amazing. Adults can learn something. That. Yeah, let wow. alone my 12-year-old daughter at the time. Nice. I think when it came out, she was like seven. So oh, um, great movie. But again, well. I'm glad we were sad for a little bit. Right, I know. And, and, we, and we got some <laughs> solutions. We're going to help out a lot of people. So here's the fun part, at least for me it is. I'm sure okay. it will be for you. Um, we're going to go through a round of rapid fire questions. Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, Nicole has no idea what these questions are. There's again, there's five of them. Uh, I, I like to surprise everyone cause I like their raw, uh, genuine reaction. Okay. okay. First question is who is or was your role model? Ooh. Um, by the way, sorry to cut you off. If it's you, it would make total sense. Yeah. Just side note, but go ahead. Um, I would definitely say I have two role models. Okay. Um, my mom. Sure. Definitely will always be my role model. Sure. And my little sister. Okay. The one who helped take the care of you. The one who helped me. Got it. Was she day. at that level before the accident or kind of became over? Um, became. Okay. Yeah. Sure. She had to go through a lot at the same time I did sure. and trying to deal with me and then deal yeah. with my mom and that yeah. family. And just every day, we just, you know, we're always there for each other. Mm. Like, no matter what. Sure. She's definitely one of my role models. Yeah. I mean, you realize who you have in your camp. Oh, yeah. When things don't go as planned. Right. Okay. (laughs) Exactly. And we know who you shouldn't have in your camp when things don't go as planned. Moving on. Uh, Number two. Where do you see yourself in the next three to five years? Ooh. um, I see myself continuing to inspire people Mm. to want to become better great and to push them through whatever they are going through sure which is the you're starting you're already there sorry you're not starting you're already there (laughs) yeah you're on that train okay (laughs) number three uh what do you want to be known for when you leave this earth wow think legacy legacy um take your time yeah this is loaded i know that's why I, i couldn't prep you with it darn um just, I want to be known as the beautiful human being. Mm. Just somebody who was always there for everybody and just somebody who was there to um, give them hope. Sure. The light. The light. At the end of their tunnel. Hey. Come on now. Getting good, good at this. this. <laughs> okay. Two more questions. Okay. And this actually is, is, is uh, for selfish reasons, I'm asking this question. Um, everyone should know by now. I know you know. I have a 12-year-old little girl. Yeah. Uh, as a father, however, not being female, as a man, there's going to be a lot of things I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I will try my hardest, and hopefully she knows that. But I asked this question for selfish reasons to hopefully I can pass down to her or okay. she can watch this one day. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give teenager Nicole now that you have all the hindsight, you've worked out all the kinks as much as you can at your 28-year-old age? What advice would you give teenager Nicole? Ooh. Always believe in yourself. Mm. 
always believe in yourself. I love it. That's honestly the one thing I can, I can say. Sure. No matter what. That's it. Period. Mm, love it. On period. Okay. Last question. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. What do you admire most <laughs> about you? Hmm. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> that's real good. That puts me on the spot because, you know, yeah. I can say a lot. Right. But <laughs> say it all. Say it all. Um, what I like most about me. Uh, I, I could light up a room. Hmm. I don't say I don't want to say I get that often, but I do. But I know that when I walk into a room, I can always put a smile on somebody's face. Sure. It doesn't matter what they're going through, what I'm going through. I'm mm. going to make a smile on your face. Mm. And I think that's what I like most about me. I can attest to that because ironically <laughs> enough, again, we met at Equinox. Yeah, my you first are day of the, training. But you're the first person I see mm. when I walk into the door. Mm. Right? Yeah. And I'm sure you can do a lot of jobs in that company. Yeah. But lucky for Equinox, yep. you're the first person people see. Yeah. Um, I'm a pretty positive person. I'm pretty, you know, upbeat all the time. And but I'm human. And there, there may have been a couple of times where, you know, I was like, I have to go work out and whatever. And and I remember every time I would see you. By the way, the light would always hit you guys right. You know hey. what I'm saying? To you're like, get your Beyonce light <laughs> hey. going. And don't, uh, don't Camille that show. Yeah. Right. Booster head. And uh, <laughs> and I just remember like, it just you guys have this presence and, and you specifically, obviously you're here of making people forget about their problems. And, and, and in a sense, uh, for lack of a better term, like I remember just walking in and I see you guys and the greeting that I always got, I was like, Oh man, like that's great. And I, you know, I'd, I'd scan everything and mm-hmm. I'd get ready to walk upstairs. And I'm like, I realized that that helped, you oh, know? So, so, so that. you guys know, um, okay. I, I want to, we'll wrap this up. Um, okay. but I want to take a moment to, um, No, no, you I'm might. I'm going to cry. I want to take a moment to oh. acknowledge you. Oh, yeah, I'm going to cry. Um, I'd, like to, I'd like you to actually do something with me. Um, you know, I want you to, with me, okay. appreciate you. You know, a lot of times, like you said earlier, people are busy. Life's go, go, go. Even now, after you know what slow down Nicole means, mm-hmm. I'm sure life has happened and you're kind of, I mean, minus quarantine. Right. You're kind of back to normal, you know, yeah. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you may have forgotten about a lot of what happened in May, mm-hmm. in July, so on, and then the months to follow. So I want you to look at how far you've come. I want you to remember the hardest moments the biggest challenges. And I want you now, sitting here today, to look at all you've accomplished. From backflips to just walking and driving and being able to do things that I'm sure there was uh, hopefully a a short time there you didn't think you could ever do. And I want you also to just take a moment to realize where you're headed. I mean, and it starts with getting your story out there. You know, we, uh, we used to, well, I wasn't joking. Maybe you thought I was, you know, during our time at Equinox. Because I don't belong there either, by the right. way. No, seriously, I don't. Th- I don't. I froze it, canceled it. He doesn't. I'm not paying the same right. price with quarantine. Come it's on now. too much. Uh, 
Please watch this. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm all talking bad about the business. <laughs> <It's not bad. laughs> but I do, um, I recall often, um, as, I, as I introduced you virtually to my wife, to my yeah. daughter, you know, to other people, I used to always say, you got to get your story out there. Always. Write a book. Always told me to write a book. I mean, what are you, the you first, know? I think it was like the second time we had a conversation, <laughs> you told me to write a book. Yeah. You were like, who are you? Write a book. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, I, just because I knew you could not possibly be the only one. Yeah. And I know there's other people out there mm-hmm. who can relate. Right. To what you're going through. Right. And I want you to know that I know the book will come, but... One day, guys, one day. I want you to know. Bring it out there now. You're a living, breathing, walking light, as I wrote that down before you said it. Love that. Inspiration. Thank you. Your story, I know for a fact, will help thousands of people. Um, it has helped me and impacted me on, on levels that, you know, uh, sometimes I know, sometimes I don't. And, and I, I think about you often when I'm struggling with nowhere near what you've struggled with. But everyone goes through it. And everyone, everyone goes through it. Yeah. And uh, you, for me, are um, in the role models of my life circle. Thank you. So, yes, you are going to make me cry. <sighs> I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, we all appreciate you. Um, I, there's nothing I can tell you that you already don't know and you already haven't heard, but... Um, on behalf of me, on behalf of everyone who's going to watch this, um, please do not stop doing what you're doing and striving for right. what, what I know you know you can achieve and accomplish. Agreed. So I have so much love for you. Thank you so much. And, uh, and I can't thank you enough for being here, for being courageous to of get course. your story out there, telling the world. Thank you for motivating me to want to put my story out Listen, there. Listen, the, le- the least I could do. Thank um, you. So I'm glad we got to do this. Yeah. And, uh. This I'm, is ex- fun. I'm excited for what's next Me too. for Nicole. So thank you. Thank, thank you again. You, thank you. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.